The Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Make sure you visit me on my social media platforms at The Officer Tatum, The Officer Tatum, where I post a lot of cool stuff. Um, I can only get into so much on the radio because I only got an hour. But on my social media, I get into stuff in more detail. Some of my references come from my social media. So make sure you follow my social media platforms after you finish listening to this show. So right now, what I want to do is go into uh, some of the new updates that we have in the state of Arizona as it relates to COVID-19. Now, everybody that listen to me, whether you listen to me on social media or on my radio show, you know that I have uh, a soft spot for what I think is going on with our government and what I think is going on with COVID-19. Um, but... I want to be consistent in giving you the facts and then I'll add my opinion and my educated guess based on my research afterwards. So in the state of Arizona, as of today, um, at least the the last time that we verified this, obviously it changes um, periodically and it changes unexpectedly. But Arizona Department of Health says that there's 5,769 people that have been infected with COVID-19 with 249 people having died from the virus thus far. Um, of those cases, 22,970 have been in Maricopa County, which is where we are all at. Um, this is also including around 60% positive cases from Navajo Nation um, as presented by the Navajo Epidemiology Center. So we can see, and it is very troubling to see, the effects that COVID is having on the Navajo Nation. I, you know, and some people may not recognize this, but COVID-19 appears to be affecting people um, who may have a consistency in obesity, uh, malnutrition, not having good health care. And I'm not trying to make a dig on the Navajo County or Navajo Nation, but it is statistically proven that obesity is high amongst Native Americans, high amongst, um, you could call, say, indigenous people in this country for a myriad of different reasons, access to quality foods, you can name it. But these cases are, are pointing in a direction of affecting people who may not have the nutrition, may not have the immune system, may have autoimmune diseases. Um, I don't think it's necessarily targeted to a particular race, but it seems to be targeted to uh, a social economic, um, you could say, fallout or economic situation that have been created and has been in a residual effect in certain communities. As you can see around the world, you know, many minority communities and poor communities are suffering extremely uh, because of this. Now, let's get to Doug Ducey because I like Doug Ducey, but this is going to be the deal breaker for me and Doug Ducey. I'm just being honest. And Doug Ducey don't have to worry about re-election, so I don't think he's going to be mad at me. But he did an interview with Mike Broomhead, uh, which was, I, I believe, uh, two days ago. And uh, Governor Doug Ducey and Mike Broomhead spoke about uh, the clarification of when they're going to reopen Arizona. And Doug Ducey, um, he said he'll be making a decision next week whether or not the April 30th stay-at-home order uh, will extend, be modified, or lifted based on um, what's happening in the statistics in Arizona. Or not Arizona, but in April, in the month of April. He also commented that he paid attention to the recent protests. Some of you guys were there. I was there. The recent protests that occurred at the Capitol demanding that the state of Arizona be opened up. And 
to my surprise, and also I'm glad to hear him say this, that he heard them and he feels the same way. And I'll say this, being at the rally, and I didn't wear a mask, and it wasn't necessarily because I wanted to not wear a mask. It was because I didn't. the mask that I had ordered didn't come in yet, but I wasn't going to stand down and I protest. But there was a whole bunch of people there. It was hundreds of people there, hundreds of protesters. Some was wearing masks, some weren't. Uh, people were in the Capitol. The police had masks on. And then you had some nurse that were there protesting, which was completely staged. It was completely staged. Now, whether they're real nurses or not, I think they were real nurses. But I, I find it interesting that you come to protest. You don't say anything to anybody. You don't have a sign. And then you have photographers and media standing there taking pictures of every interaction you have with people there to protest. It, it, was, it was crazy to me. But I really do hope that Doug Ducey opens up the country. And I, I'm very skeptical of the overreach that has happened in our government system as it relates to COVID-19. I've said this from the very beginning, and I think people need to do their own research and don't just believe me, but do your research about it, that they are manipulating the numbers. And we don't even have an accurate picture of how good, bad, or ugly COVID-19 is. We There are articles, there are evidence, and I'm gonna play a clip of clear evidence of a doctor a person who's in charge of the healthcare system in a local, in, in a, a municipality, or, or you could say a state in general, that speaks to the fact that they are classifying individuals with COVID-19, whether it caused your death or not. In the state of Arizona, whether or not you were dying from HIV or, or AIDS or whether you were dying from cancer or you were dying from pneumonia, if you so happen to test positive for COVID-19, you accounted as a COVID-19 death. If you died in a car accident, this is legit, y'all. If you died in a car accident and you were diagnosed with COVID-19 or you had COVID-19, you would be considered a COVID-19 death. If you do not believe me, listen to this video. I just want to be clear in terms of the definition of people dying of COVID. So the case definition is, is very simplistic. It means at the time of death, um, it, it was a COVID positive diagnosis. So that means that if you were in hospice and had already been given you know, a few weeks to live, and then you also were found to have COVID, that would be counted as a COVID death. It means that if, um, it technically, if even if you died of, of clear alternate cause, but you had COVID at the same time, it's still listed as a COVID death. So um, everyone who's listed as a COVID death doesn't mean that that was the cause of the death, but they had COVID at the time of death. I hope that's helpful. If you test positive for COVID-19, you will consider the COVID death. We have found that in the state of California, researchers from USC discovered that there's probably more than 400,000 people that had COVID or have COVID-19 in California, although they're only reporting 7,000 cases. That will push the, the mortality rate down to less than or equal to the flu. We seen not too long ago, an article came out that 3,700 people were added to the death toll in New York state that never tested positive for COVID-19. So we do not have a clear, consistent data point of who has it, who doesn't. And we've shut down our entire state. And that's why people like myself and others are protesting and saying, Doug Ducey, you need to open up the state of Arizona because we are independent citizens who can think for ourselves. 
and we can determine whether or not we should go to a restaurant or not with a mask or without a mask. Businesses can decide whether or not they want to social distance at their restaurants or whether or not they will accept you to come in if you're not properly clothed or if you don't use proper hygiene. They can determine that as a business. It's not up to the government to do that. I think we are independent people. We started our business on our own. We can manage our business on our own and we do not need the government to interfere. We gave Doug Ducey and others an opportunity to do what's best. I think they did the best that they can. And now we need to be in the driver's seat. Coming up next, we're gonna talk about President Trump. We're gonna talk about the spending that's going on in our country. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum Show. Hold the phone. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Make sure you follow me on my social media platforms at The Officer Tatum. The Officer Tatum on everything I do. I try to keep it consistent so, so it's not very hard for you to search me. But let's talk about President Trump. Let's talk about the administration. Let's talk about government spending. So Congress voted um, across party lines for a $500 billion coronavirus relief. President Trump is expected to sign this, um, this bill on Friday. The funding is set to include $250 billion for small businesses and medium-sized businesses to keep their employees on payroll, uh, um, along with $100 billion for nationwide testing efforts and hospital funding. Um, the last bill numbered around $349 billion evidently ran out after less than two weeks after larger publicly traded companies like Ruth um, Hospital Group had taken a loan meant for small businesses. So let's talk about this for a minute. Let's talk about the ridiculousness of our government and government spending. Under Barack Obama's administration, and it, it doesn't matter, Republican, Democrat, Barack Obama, Trump, under his administration, we went up $20 trillion in the debt. Under, under Donald Trump, we're going up trillions of dollars in the debt. And I'm going to tell you this, and, I, and I'll say this till I'm blue in the face. There was no reason, if we, if we were a smart country and we had acted on quality research and people who knew what the heck they were talking about and we didn't have a knee-jerk reaction, we should have never completely shut down our country. I think it's very clear that there are people who were vulnerable. Those people should be protected by the government because we've agreed to this system of protection and somewhat of social, social behaviors that makes sense to all of us. We should protect the elderly. We should protect people that have autoimmune diseases. We should demand, or at least the government should give guidance. You can't make people do this. They should give guidance to whether or not companies should do social distancing, whether or not businesses should require people to wear masks when they come into their facilities. And people have to make the, their own decision based on that information. And we would have spent maybe, I don't know, $500 billion to take care of that, not $2.2 that's now leading to $6 trillion. 
I mean, you, listen, they're, they're, they're just, they've opened up the floodgates of spending and they're not going to slow down. Just like when government, when they incorporate stuff or when they add laws, they don't never take the laws off the book when they become inferior. They just add more and more laws to it, more and more restrictions. When they add taxes, they don't take taxes away. They add more and more taxes. And this is an example of us just throwing money at people when we should have made the proper decisions at the beginning and we didn't have to fund the entire world. There is 226,000 Arizonans who apply, apply for unemployment. There's um, 20 plus million people in the country who file for unemployment. How is the government going to sustain this? And I'm telling you, the coronavirus have not been as, as, as deadly as the flu. In 2018, 80,000 Americans, almost a million Americans were hospitalized in 2018 from the flu virus. Fast forward to COVID-19, we're looking at, well, I don't know, 50, maybe at the end of all this, it'll be 60,000 people that have died from COVID-19. That's not even the numbers that the flu had, and we didn't shut nothing down during the flu. How are we going to sustain the precedent that we've set? Because next flu season, what are we going to do? Ladies and gentlemen, what are we going to do? If, if, if there's an outbreak when they open up the country again, because people have been sitting in their house, no immunity, they have been exposed to nobody. They, haven't, they have not been exposed to the elements, giving their body the ability to fight off and, and build strength in their immune system. They're going to go out and be in, in, in connection with people who have been sitting in their house. Some are probably not hygienic and they're going to get sick. And when people start getting sick and now that we know that they're testing everybody who tests positive for COVID-19 or have COVID-19 symptoms, they are said to have the COVID virus. That they're going to shut the country down again. And then if they shut the country down again, what's going to happen to the American people? And I don't mean to be conspiratorial, but I think this is something that you need to evaluate. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, which is which is, she's one of the leaders in the House of Representatives for the, for the Democrats. She said that she think people should not go back to work. She think she think people should protest. And not go back to work because they're not getting paid what they think they should be getting paid. Well, who's going to take care of you if you don't go back to work? The government? They are going to tell you that you have to shut down your business because the government decides that it's non-essential. And then they're going to try to give you money on the back end and then regulate the money that they give you when it was their fault in the beginning that they shut down your, your, your company. Some companies, they're never going to recover. People are taking advantage and it's a money grab. There's companies that are claiming this, claiming that. There's hospitals that are claiming more cases than they should because they're going to get a tremendous amount of funding depending on the caseload, depending on the cases that they have. That's why these people are saying, no matter what you die from, if you died and you somehow test positive for COVID, you're a COVID patient. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to completely ruin our country to the point of no return. If you have noticed, the United States of America and China are very competitive economically. China completely lied about their numbers. They I, I feel like they were, based on the stuff that I've seen on the internet and stuff, 
it's questionable whether or not they were killing their own citizens. It's questionable or not whether they were zipping people up in body bags and, and burning them alive. It's said that they have 46,000 deaths and they only reported, I don't know, five or four. What have China done? China has the, the epicenter of this virus to the point where they welding people in their own apartment complexes and they're spraying the atmosphere and they went through all those extreme measures and they've opened up their government again. They've opened up their country economy. They've opened up the wet markets, which people believe that this came from. What is America doing? We're sitting around trying to be politically correct and we're going to end up being taken over and, and run economically by some of these countries that are smart enough to not let a small pandemic destroy their own country's economy. America needs to open up. If you get sick, 97% of the people in the world recover and have mild symptoms from COVID-19 in the entire world. With, with the, the invent or the discovery of hydroxychloroquine and other measures that people are taking, individuals who get COVID-19 are recovering at 100%. There's, there's doctors in New York. You can look it up for yourself. Doctors in New York that are claiming on video that their patients, they give all of their patients hydroxychloroquine and they've recovered at 100%. And other methods that people are using. Um, the new thing that has come out is Trump speaking about uh, UV rays. That has been a practice that has been applied already in medicine. It's a holistic approach. What people don't realize is that Trump is getting this information from quality sources and he's saying it and the public is so brainwashed that they can't pick up that UV rays being shot into the into your immune system or I don't know, is it shot through your bloodstream? It's a practice that holistic doctors are already performing. And it, it has shown to be able to reduce cancer and other ailments that people have. God's natural rays that emanate from the sun outside of the big money medicine they don't want to talk about it they don't want to use it because they're not going to be able to get trillions of dollars off to you for a vaccine ladies and gentlemen we need to wake up we need to wake up and do our own research and fight against the tyranny that's starting to happen within our government when the government tells you you can't go to a park because the fear that you are too stupid to protect yourself, that you're too stupid to be an adult and protect your family. The big bad government has to protect you from yourself. That's when they've gone too far. That's when the First Amendment is applied. And I'll say this till I'm blue in the face. The First, first Amendment is people peacefully protesting and warning you that you've overreached. And when the First Amendment don't work, that's why in the Constitution, there's a Second Amendment to fight against tyranny. And I'm not telling anybody to go out and be crazy. All I'm doing is telling you, you need to know your rights. You need to know what the First and Second Amendment is made for. And we're going to talk about how this affects people in prison when I come back and listen to the Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR. Hold the phone. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. This is the Brandon Tatum Show. The Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. 
Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Make sure you follow me on all my social media platforms at the Officer Tatum, the Officer Tatum. Also, go to my store, theofficertatumstore.com, theofficertatumstore.com. We also have some of these protective masks available on the store. We also have some designer masks that you can wear on your face, and it doubles as a headband. So go on there and check it out. You put in discount code 33, 33, because it was my 33rd birthday on the 22nd. You put that discount code in, you get 11% off on the store. Now, let's get into the subject at hand. Let's talk about the prison system in the state of Arizona and COVID-19. So only point, I guess it was 0.41% of the estimated 42,000 Arizona inmates have been tested so far. Uh, 0.23 of those recently diagnosed have come from Arizona State Prison Complex in Florence. In an interview with Associated Press, um, the first death row inmate to test positive, says he and the other positive tested prisoners are being held in a roach infested building. Now, let, let me let me let me let me stop there real quick. Let me stop there. You're not in the Holiday Inn, and this is my side note. You're you're not you're not in uh, the Omni. You're not in the Princess. You you're in death row in a prison. There's a reason why you're in death row. It's not because, you know, you have been such a good person. You have either killed somebody or done something that has necessitated the law to enforce a penalty of death to you. So a little roaches here and there, I, I, that, that's not an excuse. People in America who are not in prison, who have not done anything wrong, they have roaches in their house and they're living in, in conditions that, that are probably not great in and of itself. Who's there to protect them? Nobody. And you're on death row because you didn't kill somebody or something, and you and you complaining about a few roaches. Now, if it was ants or spiders or something that could kill you, then I say, oh yeah, maybe maybe so. But the little roaches, when I was growing up, my auntie she had they had roaches all over their house. All we did was rinse the roaches off the dishes and finish eating. We hoped to God they didn't fall on us while we were asleep. But the, we did not go over our house. We did not hang out with our cousins. They lived in it every day. So don't give me no crap about roaches and complaining about living conditions. Let me say this about our prison system. Because there have been, let me, let me, let me go back to the, to the numbers here. Corrections officers declined to comment on a death row inmates uh, with symptoms have been tested as well. And if any possible test, tested prisoners have died. So there's no indication from our prison system that anybody has died from COVID-19. All right. And somehow we are taking precedent and, and treating these people like, you know, like 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 they're supposed to be the royalty of Earth. And I'm not saying you treat them bad, but come on, man. Isn't the prison prison system quarantined in and of itself? I'm often wondering why is it that people are getting COVID-19 in the jail? or in death row in isolation. It, 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 it baffles me because a lot of these people don't have visitors unless unless the uh, jail staff is bringing COVID-19 into the jail. And then if they're bringing COVID-19 into the jail, you are isolated in your cell. Now think about this for a minute. And I, I want this to be very, very clear. What's the difference? Is there a major difference between a hotel a apartment complex in a jail unit. Is there a major difference? 
Because if you cannot, if you are asked to be quarantined in your apartment complex, that's, I don't know, six stories high with hundreds of people that live in there. Some people are essential workers, so they have to travel to and from the hallway common areas. They got to get on the elevators. They have to push the buttons to go up and down. If you plan on going out of your house to get any groceries at any time in your life, you're going to have to push buttons. You're going to have to go down. If you're sick and you have COVID-19 and you need to go to the hospital to have treatment, you're going to pass through those same hallways. What are they doing for the common people who are free and are out that live in apartment complexes? No, they don't do nothing for you. They're going to let you suffer and they're going to let you get sick. But somehow the prison system, they want to let people out of prison. You know, it's crazy to me. Now, there's a young lady named Felicia Rose. I mean, uh, Felicity Rose. Um, she's the director of research and policy for the FWD.us, um, which is forward.us. Use the recent built computer model, publicly available data from Arizona Department of Corrections uh, to predict the rate of infection of Arizona prisoners. Based on that data, the FWD.us reports claim that 99% of all Arizona prisoners will be infected in the next few weeks with an estimate 1,400 hospitalizations and 350 deaths. The Arizona Department of Corrections um, have been cleared as to whether, or haven't been clear, or has been clear, unclear as to whether the prisoners will be released. Now, let me tell you this. When, somebody explain to me, because I got like two minutes left. When has a model been correct? These models, where are they getting these models at? Where are they getting these research at? Not one prisoner has been confirmed with COVID-19 the last time I checked. Not one prisoner has died from COVID-19, and COVID-19 has been floating around our country since last year in December, unobstructed in January, unobstructed in February. And somebody and now she's putting this person is putting out a model that says 1,400 are gonna be hospitalized and 350 are gonna die. They told us that a million people were gonna die in the United States of America due to COVID-19. They said multiple million at first. And then they said, oh, 300,000. And then they went down to saying, well, maybe 70,000. And then it's less than that now. What, which one of these models and you, and you experts know what you're talking about? Because not one of y'all have predicted nothing that made any sense and that had been legitimate. Not one of you. What do you want them to do? Let people out of prison? That, that, that makes no sense. People have a vested interest in some of these things, ladies and gentlemen, and it, and it boils my blood when you hear them say 350 people are going to die in prison. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. Let them all out then. Let everybody out of prison and let them go and, 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 and mingle amongst other people. Some of them are pedophiles. Some of them are criminals. They're going to either commit crimes or they're going to get COVID-19 outside of the prison. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'll, if they start doing stuff for your apartment and they start helping you out and giving you a place to stay because you're crowded in an apartment, then I feel sorry for people in prison. Next up, we're going to talk about Las Vegas mayor saying you need to come and gamble at the casino. You're listening to the Brandon Tate Show on KTAR. Hold the phone. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Make sure you don't miss it. 
If you're listening right now, you just jumped in here, you didn't miss most of the show, but this is probably going to be the best part of it. So you didn't miss out on much. Follow me on my social media platforms at The Officer Tatum. Also, you can go to my store. We got a bunch of cool stuff. We also have masks available on the store. Now, mind you, it is a pandemic worldwide. So that it's going to take a little delay if you order things on my store. I'm just going to warn you right now, just like every other store in the whole United States of America. So if you want stuff, know that there's going to be a delay, but you can order it at theofficertatumstore.com, theofficertatumstore.com. Before I get into the mayor of Las Vegas, I want to clarify something that I said in my previous segment. Um, I'm going to read the sentence again. I, it was a I, there was a typo that I made in the in the uh, in the statement. And so there was a dot there and it shouldn't have been a dot. So it made 0.23% when it should have just be the number 23. So um, as it relates to the prisoners in the state of Arizona, inmates in the state of Arizona, um, only 0.41%, 0.41% of the estimated 42,000 Arizona inmates have been tested so far. And 23 of those individuals, not 0.23, 23 of those recent diagnosed have come from Arizona State Prison Complex in Florence. So also I want to correct what I just said and then I correct I want to correct the fact that there were some people diagnosed out of 42,000 there were 23 who were diagnosed that came from Arizona State Prison Complex in Florence. Now, let's get into Las Vegas. The Las Vegas mayor, Carolyn Goodman, was in an interview with Anderson Cooper on CNN um, this past Wednesday and it caused a lot of controversy because the mayor was pretty much saying we need to open up Las Vegas. There's a lot of commerce to be in Las Vegas. There's a lot of business. There's a lot of casinos that are completely going underwater if we don't open up and allow people to go and gamble at the casinos. The criticisms of some of what she said was that people said, oh, well, well you don't have a plan. You want to open up Vegas, but you don't have a plan uh, for companies and businesses. And she said that this is on them. It's up to them. It's not up to me. It's up to them. I'll open it up and they should be able to use quality control in their own business to make sure and mitigate people from getting sick. And people had a, a huge problem with that. In the state of Nevada, there has been 187 deaths from COVID-19. Now, we already heard at the beginning of the of the show that everybody who dies gets diagnosed with COVID-19. And this was a, was a memo sent out by the CDC. And I have the little memo on my social media, on my Twitter page. This was sent out by the CDC, giving doctors direction and giving morticians direction that if you suspect somebody to have COVID-19, they're diagnosed. If anybody dies with COVID-19, although it may not have caused the death, they give them that number. So take 187 deaths from COVID-19, given the millions of people who live in Vegas, on top of the tens of millions of tourists that come to Vegas and, and, and goes around the entire country, and in some cases, the rest of the world, there's 187 people that have lost their lives. And you're talking about billions of dollars of revenue being completely dissolved because people are not gambling and, and the tourist is completely shut down in Nevada. Now, the governor disagreed with the senator. I mean, not the senator. I, the governor disagreed with the mayor and claiming that... Uh, the governor said, I will not allow that in regards to Goodman's comments, that she's not going to allow it. So the governor is going to supersede the authority of the mayor to say that they're not going to allow them to open up stuff because I guess they don't have a formal plan. Here's my opinion on this. The government 
is not supposed to be your big brother. I, I don't know why people haven't gotten it at this point. I agree with the mayor in the sense of we can open up the city. I don't need to babysit you and tell you you should put tape on the floor and all of these things. I don't need to tell you that. You are a casino. You understand the fallout of if people get sick at your casino, they're not going to come back to your casino. You're not going to have people at your, at your business. People are in fear of COVID-19. Some justified, some completely unjustified, given the fact that they manipulate the numbers and lie to us almost majority of the time. But you know that if the casino over here is practicing social distancing and they're requiring masks and it's a safer environment, people are going to go to the casino that they feel safe in. They're not going to go to the casino that they feel like they're going to get the COVID-19 in. And if people start getting sick at your casino, they're not going to go to your casino. And there's a potential that you can be held liable. So the, the companies and casinos are smart enough to have their books in line. They're smart enough to pay taxes. They're smart enough to have fair casino policies. They're smart enough to generate revenue and do advertisement. They're smart enough for people not to get killed in the casino because of malpractice on their part. They're smart enough to do all of these things. They're smart enough to have location and, and build in places. And they've been running for I don't know how many years. They're smart enough to create ter uh, uh, tourism that's barring none in most of this country, especially when it comes to gambling in, cas in casino Vegas life. But they're too dumb to do social distancing and be smart about people getting sick. And I'm going to tell you this. This is what this is one thing that concerned me and made me mad about Anderson Cooper. What he said to the to the mayor, uh, Mayor Goodman, is that he threw out there that these businesses should not be allowed to have their own autonomy, have their own thought processes, that it's, it's up to the government to regulate them. It's up to the government to tell them what they should and shouldn't do. And to me, that is a clear sign of government overreach. I know people are concerned, oh, but people don't need to get sick. But people don't need to die because they don't have a job either. And, 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 and don't get it twisted. People are losing their jobs. People are losing their livelihood. You can see back when the Great Depression happened. You can see back when the recession happened in the United States of America more recently, when the market crashed in housing, people committed suicide. People were depressed. People became violent. People began to abuse alcohol and drugs. You, it, is a, it, is, it is inevitable that when crises like this happen, if people do not get back to work soon or have their livelihood back, people are going to go down the drain. And the cure is going to be worse than the problem. If you think 45,000 people dying from COVID-19 is a huge number, imagine how many people are going to die or take their own lives in the next four years because of what we did today. Think about this for a minute. What are people doing when they're locked into their house and they can't even leave? Some, some states, you can't even leave the house without a mask on. And if you don't have access to building a mask or, you know, and maybe you'll wrap a sheet around your face. Other than that, you can't leave your house. What does that mean for your immune system and your body? If you're not getting sufficient vitamin D, your immune system becomes very compromised. You, the body cannot go without vitamin D. 
the reason that people commit suicide in Seattle, Washington, and a lot of people are depressed in places like Seattle, Washington, is because they don't get enough vitamin D. People have to go to tanning salons to get raised in exposure to vitamin D. They have to take vitamin D supplements. Now you're sitting in the house, you can't go anywhere. The, the grocery stores look like a madhouse in many states. You do not have access to go outside and get enough vitamin D. Some of y'all took flu shots, which researchers have said that, that lower your immunity by 36%. You can go Google that and, and verify it. Because it was an article I read the other day. I don't remember the name, but I read it. And it was a legit article. Go look it up yourself. Getting a flu shot lowers your immune system by 36%. You know, I just, I just want us to end it because I got two minutes on me consistently saying that we need to be careful that we are not giving the government too much authority and power over our freedoms. I think that you and I are smart enough to social distance at a park if our governor gives a recommendation. And if we don't want a social distance, we don't have to social distance. And if you get sick, that's what the medical facility is for. That's what they this what they for. They they don't they don't complain that the police department is going to be overrun because people are drinking and driving. They have never shut down a liquor store because out of DUI accident and homicides that happen in this state. They don't care the influx of domestic violence that are pushed on law enforcement in this country. But they want to cry about the nurses. And what about the law enforcement officers? What measures have you taken to mitigate crime in this country to help law enforcement officers? Y'all ain't done nothing. So I don't want to hear you complaining. The hospital is made for people that get sick. And I'll tell you what, right now, if some of these states didn't want people to get sick and they, they really cared about the hospital system and they cared about America, you would close the border and you'll stop letting millions and millions of undocumented people who are not vetted, who you don't know if they're sick and they're bringing in illnesses or not, come into our country, period. I'm done talking. I'll talk to y'all on the next show. You listen to the Brandon Tatum Show, KTAR. I'll see you next week. Peace. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.